All right, and welcome everyone to another episode of the Senpai Kohai Podcast. I am your co-host, Trey Sean. I'm joined tonight by my other co-host, Stéphane, also known as Stéphane in France, also known as Stéphane in Italy, also known as Senpai in Japan. <laughs> Steven, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing okay. I was, I was about to have a moment with you butchering my name. Uh, because it's a little known fact that I, I can't stand the, the PH attached to the Steven oh, name. Really? Like I, yeah. My, my significant other typically, uh, laughs her ass off at me because I will actually get comically upset about it. And it's sort of a fun way, but I'm also like, no, it's a PH. That's not the sound for a V that's, that's the sound for an F. So if someone's got a PH in the name, Steven, his name is Stefan. That. That makes sense. Like that's that's like that's just, like if you if you were talking about a phone, it's a ph. Like I, I don't know, the naming in English the English language is is just a crapshoot anyway. So, uh, whatever. Thank you for having fun with my name. <laughs> you know what? We can we can go ahead and stop here if we need to have an emotional break before. No, we, uh, before no. We I've started. I've given up all my emotions for this for this event. I I uh, I, I, I yeah. I also have issues with my name, but my name is spelled very unorthodox. It's T-R-E-A, but everyone always spells it T-R-A-E or T-R-E-Y. And I, uh, at my new job, I've, I have to wear these coveralls. And the, the company that normally does our clothes comes in and they, they covered my clothes with me. And they're like, how do you spell your name? And I was like, T-R-E-A. And everyone around me had just gotten used to my name being T-R-E-A. Everyone's got it down. And the guy has the the gall to come in <laughs> with my uniform spelled wrong. It's T R A E, uh, like like Trey the Truth, and he just messed it up for everybody. Now everyone emails me and looks at me wrong, and it's T R A E. And even my boss had to come and be like, Trey, how do you spell your name? Because I <laughs> I see your shirt says one thing. I'm pretty sure I email you and it says another. Am I doing this wrong? Am I doing this right? And I was like, No, it's fine. It's just the world around you isn't real. It's just my name is you can actually call me Timmy. And it's the same <laughs> thing. It, it translates to Trey. That's amazing. And it I, I love your name because it, it also is a source of a lot of, of funny moments where you can see people's brain kind of chugging along and going like, what word am I going to say? How yeah. wrong is it going to be? Like, I, I think someone called you tree at once. It's normally one that's a that's a common one. Tree, Treya, Tria. Um, one thing, one thing that really gets me is, so my name, T-R-E-A, A is normally when it ends, it's, that's a feminine, uh, kind mm -hmm. of name is normally when it ends. So when I email people that have never met me before, they think I'm a woman. And so I was at a, uh, what? at one of my jobs, we were, we were ordering company shirts and I emailed the lady and I was like, Hey, I'll have a large. And she was like, I am so sorry. Is that a men's large or a woman's large? <laughs> I was like, come on, man. Come on. Wow. That's some next level stuff, man. Yes, uh, sir. It's it's bad. Names names are a gamble whenever you're born and you just gotta hope you get something like Evan or J Jimmy. I don't know, something basic and Ah, oh, don't don't say that. Like my name is Steven and it's one of the most common names ever. And uh you never you never know when someone's gonna yell that name across the store and all of a sudden you're like what 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 the, what the heck's going on <laughs> like yeah. how many who's calling are me? gonna pop up anyway yeah 
here on the Senpai Kohai podcast, we actually talk about anime, not just uh, not just vernacular and nomenclatures with names. Uh, contrary to popular belief, Stephen, I don't mean to disappoint you. Uh, Stephen with a V, not a PH. I <laughs> I do not have a game for you. You don't have a game for me. My heart I is don't. broken right now. I know. I, like that's it. We're officially over. Podcast wow. over. <laughs> okay. This is now the Kohai podcast, but it's called the Co Cry podcast, where <laughs> I'm just crying. <laughs> oh no. Well, like uh, I, I'm trying to see if I like can come up with some quizzy questions for you right off the top of my head. But like, it, I'll, it really, let you, you, I'll let you, you stew on it. I'll give you a minute. Uh, you haven't you haven't watched a lot of shows though, have you? I, no, I've been stuck on. I'm forcing myself through Canaan, and it's really been kind of mentally draining me, and I hate <laughs> it because I, I'm forcing myself to watch it just so I can get to uh, Shaman King. Or did you mean watch shows overall in my lifespan? Or did mm, you mean watch mm-hmm. shows as in lately? I that's a that's a good question. I don't know. I would say I've watched quite a handful of shows. But I had a later renaissance into anime mm-hmm. than I feel like I should have. Like, I didn't really get into anime again. Like, at, so young, young Trey, I've, I've had I've had maybe three stages of anime in my life. I've had the renaissance or the beginning, if you would, where I watched mm-hmm. the shonens, uh, the Dragon Balls, the Bleaches, the Naruto's. And then I had maybe the the middling out where I started watching like death note and those little mangas and other things that were getting popular on Toonami and stuff. And then I had a falling out. Mm-hmm. I didn't really watch a lot of anime. I didn't play a lot of games. I got caught up with my job in school, just kind of stopped. But then I had a Renaissance. Um, and I wish I could remember what anime it was that brought me back. But was it high school of the dead? You know, I don't think it was far from there when I actually watched it. And because I when like, I met you, that's what we talked about. Like that's how I actually started bonding with you originally. It was like, I'd yeah, because that was around <laughs> the time I started watching anime again. Was when we started working together, and uh, since then I, I've been kind of a bit more adamant about watching anime and what I want to watch. And so that that's just kind of when I got serious. And it's yeah, I guess I haven't watched many. I'd, I'd say maybe I wouldn't say a hundred, but I would say above fifty. Or at least okay. that I've tried and I've quit. So over 50, I would say. That's not too bad. That's not too bad. Um, so I'll give you a few fun questions. I, like I can come up with some stuff right off the top of my head. Like, uh, for instance, uh, what was the original Japanese name of Mongolian Chop Squad, the anime? Beck? There you go. That oh, was okay. the first Good. one. That's fantastic. I'm not throwing any, like, you know, you know, I thought like you're really getting hard stuff. I. I can I can get hard. Like for instance, uh, same same. What is what is the, what is the name of the song sung as a bleach opening by the band Orange Range? You talked about this. Yes, I you did. Talked about this a couple episodes ago. Um, I'm going to guess that it is most definitely H E B green tea mango flavor with other natural flavors. No high fructose corn syrup. The the answer was asterisk. Damn, I, there's an asterisk at the end of this. It's so close. <laughs> so yeah, close. absolutely as close as you can possibly be. Um, I round up. That's two. Okay, what is the the name? The full name of the main character of Fruits Basket. 
Ooh. Toru Honda. There you go. All Ooh, right. Man. Good, All right. good. Ooh. I'm proud of you. Ooh. I'm proud of you. Um, okay. Now we're going to throw another hard one at you. And I've talked about this, but you had to be paying a lot of attention. This is the last one I'll give you because I'm just running out of ideas real quick. Okay. Uh, okay. What is, the, what is the name of my favorite Japanese voice actor who voiced Sosuke Sagara? One of my top five animes of all time. Mm-mm. No, <laughs> no, I'm going to go ahead and tap out on that. Yeah, fair enough. That's Tomokazu Seki. Okay, what was what was the anime he was from? He uh, Full Metal Panic. Like that, he played Sosuke Sagara in Full okay. Metal Panic, one of my top five animes of all time. I just added that to my verve not too long ago. I'm Watch going, it. I'm going it's through everything in alphabetical order, and I see things. I'm like, oh, Full Metal Panic. That's one Stephen really likes, and yes. I add that on there, and I just keep going. Yes, that's fantastic. I uh, I so speaking of animes, now that we're done with the quizzes and things like that, so. I was going to talk about what we're watching and uh, I don't know if you've heard of these shows that I've been watching. I swear to God. I swear to have God. Have you heard of welcome to demon school? <laughs> <Iruma -kun? laughs> oh, 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 okay. You've heard of that one. Uh, what about yeah. the detective is already dead. God. You heard about that one. I'm going to let my cat fill in for this part of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't. I watched, I watched another episode of each of those. Yeah, I'll probably talk good. about it once they're actually done again. Like I, I like to harass you because it's my favorite hobby. How much longer do you have on the detective is already dead? Because I expect Demon School or Rumakun to keep going forever and ever. <laughs> I, I know it's only like 36 episodes long at this point, but I feel like it's been an eternity. I actually think Demon School's got one more arc in it for this core to be done. Because like season one was a full core of like 25, 26 episodes. And the second season is the same thing. I don't think they're going to go like 52. Not like in the old days. Yeah. Um, my guess on the detective is already dead is probably 13 episodes. Okay. I, I recall it being a relatively recent light novel series. So I imagine there's only so much source material to draw on. But I haven't done the research, so I could be completely wrong. Um but I did restart one of my favorite series of all time, which I love it both in Japanese and in English. And that is the series Martian successor Nadesico. Have you ever mm. heard of this? It's considered like one of the, the old old time classics, like the opening songs, pretty iconic. Um, I, I'm pretty sure if you see a picture of it, you'll be, you'll kind of have a knowledge of it, but it's essentially uh, a show that is, kind of self-parody of anime tropes way back in the day um a lot of people compared it to evangelion you know it's like hapless guy ends up uh working for an organization and piloting a giant robot but the concept is that this you know the there's these i think they were called the jovians if i recall correctly um and they are it's like this alien force attacking and so they have this big ship and they start pulling all these random people together for the crew and instead of being like crack ace pilots and fantastic experts they get like a voice actress to be a pilot um the main guy is actually a cook and also the childhood friend of the captain of the ship which is actually this really ditzy girl who somehow managed to get into the position of captain and so he ends up going to space with them Kind of like Gundam, and and he gets forced to uh, fly this giant robot, um, and you know, of course, the story actually goes on from there. And it, it, believe it or not, while it tries to be funny, and it really is, um, and it's kind of a parody of a lot of stuff. It does develop its own storyline that's really, really good, and I, I like it a lot. Um, it, without spoiling anything, it revolves around anime within 
the anime. Like that's that is a big plot point, and it is fantastic. It when I when the when the twist happened in that show, and you find out like when the story really takes off, I was blown away. I was like, this is supposed to be like a comedy. Like none of this has been serious in any fashion up to this point, and then it just kind of like turns the corner. And now it's actually really interesting. I mean, it's interesting from the get go. It's got good animation. You know me and old cell animation. I'm a sucker. Yeah. Uh, but I also remember this being one of the first series that you could get on DVD that wasn't like Dragon Ball Z or Rama One Half or all all the big names that had come over. Like Slayers uh, was big way back in the day. But this show also has my favorite character, um, Guy. Uh, was it? No, his uh, Guy Fieri. His, no, no, no. Most no, definitely no. the cook guy. Kind of has the main hair. character. Yeah. <laughs> kind of has the hair. Um, but he's this guy named Shiro Yamada, which uh, is kind of like John Smith in Japanese. Like yeah, most... that's that's very generic. <laughs> yes, it's very generic. But he's a, he's obsessed with this anime within the uh, the series called I think it's Gekiganger Three or something like that. And it's like a, it's like a, a ro- combining robot show. And so he loves it so much, and he wanted to be a mech pilot because of it, and he named himself Guy Daikoji, ace crack shot pilot. And he he acts it out and yells all his attacks. It's the funniest thing in the world. And uh, he was my favorite character, and coincidentally, in the Japanese, he's voiced by Tomokazuseki. So that's where my initial love of his voice work came from. But I, I've restarted that. I haven't hit the, the turn in the story yet. I know it's coming up. I remember enough about it because it was so kind of important to me back when I was first getting into anime. And uh, I'm really excited to watch the rest of it. I, I also started JoJo's Bizarre Adventure because... Before, before you okay, get to JoJo. I, 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 okay. While we're on old school animes and cells drawn stuff or hand-drawn stuff. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There are, so I scroll through Instagram. I follow quite a few retro accounts just because I like seeing GIFs and reels of old anime. I, I love I love seeing it. Um, there was one that caught my eye for a multitude of reasons called Twin Pair. And it, whoa, is this one you don't know? I, I'm going to have to look on this phone real quick to see. I'm pretty sure if I see a picture, yeah. I'll actually remember it. It was a, uh, uh, a clip of Twin Pair. These two girls, they look like they're space rangers. And they were running away from some trucks that were chasing them on this planet. And they crash over them and hit something, and they end up shooting them and like holding one hostage, like "Tell me where it is." And it was, it was badass, but it looked really fluid, like that, like that first couple scenes from Cowboy, or that first couple moments in Cowboy Bebop where he's like at the table. Oh yeah, uh, so so a nice sakuga uh, yeah. kind of thing. I don't know if you've ever heard that term. Mm-hmm. Like that's and... the kind of fast, fluid drawing, kind of like in Golden Boy, when uh, when he's like pedaling and the sparks are flying or. Absolutely. Um, so the series you're actually referring to is called Dirty Pair. Dirty Pair, not Twin Pair. And it is one of my favorite series of all time. I have all of it on DVD, still wrapped, and a set that I actually watch. I love it that much. You got it two is, copies? Yeah, I do. I can I can actually uh, let you borrow the one that I watch. Um, but there's, there's literally a TV series of the original 80s. Oops. Um, and then there's a OVA series, and then there's a kind of updated series called Dirty Pair Flash. And if I recall correctly, there's also a movie. Um, I, I'm not in the room with my my case of DVDs and Blu-rays, but I have all of it. And I actually go back and watch it. It's one of those ones that was available back then in VHS. 
I actually started with Dirty Pair Flash. But it is it's a fun show. Like the thing is you don't need a lot of uh it's not so important to see every episode. It's it's one of those shows from back in that era when you could kind of pick up an anime in the middle and kind of get the gist of what's going on. Um, you know, kind of like City Hunter. I talk about City Hunter a lot. And that that series literally is as episodic as they come because short of watching one of the movies, the longest span of episodes is maybe three episodes on a couple occasions and two episodes on a few more. But yeah, it's a, I recommend it highly. Okay. Yeah, I, I liked what I saw for a couple minutes. And I looked more into it and I was like, this looks like some Duck Dodgers, but waifu. And that's mm-hmm. that's exactly what I'm about. Yeah, they're all wearing yellow, right? I think they were. Like they, yeah. were, they were wearing yellow. I think one had blue hair and the other had brown hair. I yep. think uh, I'm pretty sure. Uh, but I, I remember pear was in the word. Dirty pear sounds good. I'll yeah. take that. Yeah, this is a, a man. Dirty pear. Oh, what a throwback. I uh, I love that series. I, I love most of that that whole era. Uh, there's a lot of trash in that era too. So don't get me wrong. I I've definitely cherry picked the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I would uh, I wouldn't mind letting you be a gatekeeper, just making yeah. sure it's the garbage is it not? But anyway, sorry to interrupt. Let's get back no. to JoJo. What no, where are you? Yeah, on? I can talk until the end of time. So by all means, stop me. I am a motor mouth. I'm, talking is my favorite activity, and even my significant other goes enough sometimes. <laughs> vroom vroom. <laughs> all right. Um, so I started JoJo's Bizarre Adventure because I made. A promise with a friend and uh, it was it was one of my online friends and he asked me he's like have you seen jojo's bizarre adventure and i said i saw like the first two episodes and i just got distracted so i never went back and watched it and it's like all the way up to like part five and i think six is coming out this year mm-hmm. they just so released a trailer for six I yeah believe. yeah yeah i think uh i think the guys dropped it in the discord and uh so there's got to be something like 80 episodes or something like that more than that the, I, I i don't know the actual count but I'm starting from the beginning, and I bought these on Blu-ray um, during a Christmas sale one year, and I was like, I'm going to watch this, I'm going to watch this, I'm going to watch this, and I, and I never did. I, they've literally just been sitting on my shelf wrapped in plastic. And then uh, he was like, all right, well, you haven't seen JoJo's. Have you seen Attack on Titan? Because he's trying to talk to me about like some of the big series he really likes, and I'm like, no, I never. I watched the first two episodes, and then I got distracted i watch <laughs> underground anime i don't watch the i don't watch the mainstream stuff <laughs> <laughs> i mean i kind of fall into that category i really like uh i really i really i think i really strayed away from a lot of the shonen stuff for yeah. a long period of time so i really have a hard time dipping back into it primarily because it has so many episodes this is one of the reasons why attack on titan i was like oh hold off there's a lot of episodes of that and i'll just wait till it's actually done so I, I felt like because they just are getting to the end of this year, I feel like I haven't. That's not so bad. But JoJo, I feel like I've really slept on. So I was talking with my friend and he said, you need to watch one of them. I said, fine, I'll flip a coin. And so that's what I did. I flipped a coin and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure won. So I started it and I watched the first four episodes in one sitting. Um, absolutely adoring how ridiculous the show is already and people are telling me the first arc like the, the start of the series is good it's just not the strongest like entry so that tells me that i'm i have things to look forward to it's beautiful looking and uh the opening song of the first season has me hooked it goes so hard it goes I, so hard yeah i love it and they, they do the whole thing where like the manga panels come to life as a moving anime and then they get colored and 
I just that's a fucking fire opening and yeah. like the animation, the music, and that's that's what's crazy is like I remember JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, um, when they were let released the Stardust Crusaders OVAs way back in like I think it was like the early two thousands. And OVAs 90s. for Stardust Crusader. <laughs> Yeah, so the first the first like JoJo anime was actually OVAs for the Stardust Crusaders arc. Like they didn't animate Phantom Blood or Battle Tendency before. I think they did specifically Stardust Crusaders. They did so I, as I as I was reading about it, just to refresh my memory because I remember seeing it in some magazines like Animerica and New Type USA. Um, they released the second part of uh of the Stardust Crusaders OVAs first and then the ones that came out after that were actually before the first set of OVAs it was kind of a weird organization kind of thing but yeah I think it was only like six episodes or something like that it really kind of compacted a lot of the stuff into into like these short OVAs and I remember seeing I'm like oh I mean it's it sounds kind of cool I just didn't have the money at the time and uh so it kind of fell out of my consciousness and the rest of the world had never heard of this show but it had been going on since like the 80s like the series has been going on for a long time. By the way, the the mangaka, the guy who writes and pens this thing, he does not look sixty, but he is. I never do. Uh, it's it's wild. Like uh, that's the thing is like you know that kind of hard work, like weekly series and stuff like that. I imagine that just takes takes the shit out of you. Like you get wrinkled and old before your time, but he's just out there like fucking cheesing. Like I'm sixty, I'm sixty one or whatever it was, and I just look like a. Look like I'm having fun at 40. And it's like, this guy's been making this series for this long. And it just now in the last like decade took off. Yeah. Um, and I think we have the internet to thank for that. And a solid, a solid job done by uh, David Productions. I think it's David uh, that does the, the anime. Because it's really well done. And I think one of the biggest things is it, it adapts the manga in a manga style to anime. Like yeah. whenever I whenever I watch the show, there's motion and there's definitely some digital anime going on, but it looks like the manga. It feels like the manga. I think they even have like the uh, the sound effects. Like sometimes, like the you know how in manga they have the sound effects on like the side of characters or maybe in a corner oh, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, I think in the anime, if I like, I'm like trying to remember the four episodes I just watched like three days ago. Uh, I have a terrible memory, but I think they actually put the sound effects in the show, and it's that's like amazing. The- or the crash mm-hmm. or stuff on the sides yeah, yeah or like he, like his his menace and it's like menace 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 and there's like the symbols along his his face and I, that's awesome yeah. like it's just it's really well done so i i'm looking forward to seeing more but it's it is truly bizarre and i guess i couldn't describe it using any other word better r- I, absolutely uh, and it only got worse just being more and more bizarre because i remember starting jojo's bizarre adventure and thinking god what's this really going to be about let's just get this over with and then i got through the first season i was like that that was nice that's cool i like dio jonathan was remarkable i would like to see where this goes and then you get in season two and it's just what the fuck is happening <laughs> it's, it's just <laughs> it's so wild i love it and i've heard it turns it up to like 11 in terms of like how weird it gets oh yeah oh yeah there was a I stopped in season three, like halfway through. They took it off Netflix, but it's on Verve now. So I'm going to go check it out there at some point. I need to finish season three and catch up on four and five. But it's just so much. There's like 50 episodes a season. 
I could watch Monster Masumi like six times by then. Man, you love that series. And I don't blame you. It's a solid series. For being like a Monster Girl harem with a little bit of etchy going on, it's actually a pretty solid story. Um, But JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is back on Netflix, by the way, just so you know. I didn't know that, but I'll be good. I like using Verve. It's, uh, It's pretty neat as an app. Speaking of anime apps, though, you hear about old uh, old Sony going through the purchase on yep. Crunchyroll. Yep, man, that's yeah, a so lot now of uh, all the anime, all the anime streaming is owned by Sony. Well, not all of it. I think there's still Retro Crush and things like that, but the little indie just... studio or not studios, but yeah, we're talking like the the big ones, the big ones, Crunchyroll and Funimation, uh, and the Aniplex Studio are now all owned by Sony. Yeah, so. I'm curious to see what that what that means for the market. I'd like to see if there's like one app that comes out or one uh one company one joining Crunchimation or Funny Roll. <laughs> I think that'd be nice. I kind of um, like Funny Roll better. Yeah, it'd be nice as long as they don't get rid of. Oh, what's the what's the uh, mascot for Crunchyroll? Uh, he may he she's got these comics that come out on really? Instagram. Oh, they're so funny because she she's so what? stupid. And it's it's funny. I just I can't even describe it. I I read I read them on Country Rules Instagram. Oh I, man, I can't recommend them enough. I I need to I need to get with the times, Trey. I need to spend more time on Twitter and spend more time on Instagram. I'm already spending more time on YouTube, which is a thing. Um, the, fu- the future is now, Grandpa. You gotta you gotta get with it. You know, I prided myself on the fact that I feel like I stayed up to date. Like, I at least knew the things. But now that I'm actually interacting on it and seeing how certain things work, I'm like, man, I I, do, I was falling behind. Is this how it happens? Is this how you get to age 50 and all of a sudden you're, like, calling things Nintendos, even though they're not Nintendos? You know? I feel like that's really out to spite your kids. I, I, feel like they, <laughs> I feel like they know that's not a Nintendo, Grandma. I'll slap the mm-hmm. shit out of you if you call my PlayStation Nintendo one more time. One more time, Grandma uh grandma probably deserved it um so i've talked about like what i've kind of been like getting into and everything like what about you like have you stepped into anything new recently it's it's trudging through canaan until i can get the shaman king that's it i'm you did you don't fuck around you're like this is it i i well canaan's been on my mind for years and i just haven't been able to watch it now that it's on verve i just wanted to get through it and do it and it's paced so weird. And I, I realized today that's my issue. I, I got through like three episodes this morning and it just got to the plot. Like, oh, really? It just kind of explained why the world is the way it is. Um, so I talked about it last time where it's this war against these terrorists, but that's not even the, that's not even the cake. It's, it's about the ghost village and the people that come out of it and how they can be harvested and used and it's clones and there's too much that and like it didn't start off with this lore mm-hmm. and like if it would have started off there maybe i could have kept up with it a little better but like i watch it and there's something new that happens each episode i'm like but how does that tie into this and i don't think i'm really seeing the whole scope here it, uh, is, it just, a, is it that thing that's where it all comes together at the end it, it may be and like I, i've got one more episode left i'm i'm so excited to be done so i can get this shot oh King. wow i just oh, well, yeah you need to get in on that yeah. that this shit's hot i I've, love it 
I believe it. My <laughs> brother's texted me about it too. And he's like, man, you're not going to believe this character. And I was like, Hey man, Hey man, I'm not there yet. I haven't Spoilers. started. Spoilers, dude. Spoilers. <laughs> what do you mean? Everyone dies. I, but, I want you to understand that. Uh, let, let me put it to you this way. The same people who created the fate universe are the people who are, who made Kanan. But fate doesn't make sense on its own premise and that's okay. But this, this thing tried to make like a military drama, sci-fi thriller. And like, it didn't, it didn't hit on any of those cylinders. It just, it's just been a mess. But like fate is what historical fan service in anime form. And like, that is, <laughs> that's okay. You can do whatever you want with that. That the doors are wide open. You haven't dived very deep into the fate lore, have you? I'm scared to. Yeah, you should I be. I don't want to go. <laughs> I don't want to go further than stay night and zero. I know it gets worse, and I, uh, I'm scared. So, if I had to recommend anything, watch Fate Stay Night, Unlimited Blade Works. Mm-hmm. Um, watch the Fate Stay Night uh, movies. There's, uh, I think it's called Heaven's Feel, and there's three parts. There's three movies for it. Um, because in the original Fate Stay Night game. Hentai game, by the way. Um, yeah, they released a, a non-age version of it because it's just a, it's it's mostly the story. The story is mostly not hentai. It's just like it's one of those ones where it's like there was hentai at the end. Um, but this there was three main storylines in the uh, in the original Fate Stay Night visual novel. So there was Heaven's Feel, which was one arc. There was uh, the unlimited blade works, which was another arc. And I have the, the other arc where he's with saber. Um, I can't remember the name right now, but uh, I'll get it eventually. Um, but yeah, like if you can stick to the, the animes based on those three original facing night arcs, that's pretty easy to follow. Zero is a prequel. So that's helpful. And I, uh, don't I get have, into the other stuff. <laughs> I got one of the games on my switch. Whenever I first got the switch, they released a, uh, one of the fate uh fate extella games mm-hmm. on there and i bought it i hated it i uh I, i'm I, a fan of the game I, I it's only because i didn't know what to expect i was like mm-hmm. fate a game that's gotta be good and then sure enough it's a romance like simulation and then it's like half dynasty warriors but yeah like shittily done and yeah like, ah, i hated it and then like every 10 minutes i have to rub sabers back and i'm like come on man where, where where's all where's every who are all these people and this fox girl keeps talking to me and it's just- <laughs> your description of this game is amazing <laughs> um i will say this is like see this where it gets complicated because there was the fate extra series which was on the psp which introduced nero claudius which is the saber lookalike mm-hmm. that is a reincarnation of a different historical figure but looks like saber there's like a ton of different sabers like the same character design with different outfits that are reincarnated reincarnated versions of other historical figures so it gets really confusing really fast and that's the thing it's like the same thing happens when you get into like fake grand order and you know there's because there was berserker in the original series and then there's 
other berserkers that now look like this character, but they're still a berserker. Like in, and then oh, there's new yeah. classes that now that remember what berserker looked like. Well, it's a different class. It just looks like him. So it gets really kind of convoluted. And I know I'm kind of oversimplifying this. Uh, I know there's fate super fans out there. There's a reason that fate grand order is like still the biggest mobile game there is like they've made ridiculous amounts of money off of this the only game that's challenging them is genshin impact so the biggest thing though is like they summon whatever historical figure and they can fit any of those roles so saber is mm-hmm. a different saber because it was a different swordsman from that from a different time mm-hmm. right so berserker yeah. in one was alexander the great no he was the writer and no, uh hercules i think hercules i think it was supposed, I think I think it was supposed hercules. to be hercules and then berserker and another one was some i think it was some other dude i don't want to discredit the legend but i just don't remember him <laughs> uh, no, no disrespect please sorry g um but that that's it i'm just anyway i'm struggling through canaan jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> sorry took us down another side road again and uh yeah so shaman king and then i don't know what i have planned after shaman king i keep adding stuff oh there is one that's caught in my eye it looks like it's pretty funny it's called um the great jahi will not mm-hmm. be defeated and mm-hmm. it looks like it's pretty funny i keep seeing snippets and screenshots of that one and uh i just added yeah. that one to my queue and i found roxaphone rashifone it was like rosephon that's what i said don't make don't make fun of my accent man and i uh <laughs> I, I added that one to my verve i'm pretty excited my verve is looking real good real girthy so on the it- queue there is I don't have Verve, but I have Funimation and Crunchyroll. Is it something that you have to sign up for a separate kind mm-hmm. of? Okay. Yeah. But Verve is a Crunchyroll product. But what it is is it pulls the, uh, it pulls different. It has all your generic animes that are normally on everything, but it mm-hmm. also pulls the exclusives from the different sites as well. Um, but oh. it's normally a lot of subs. You don't get as many dubs, which isn't. I mean, bad for everyone. It's it's bad for me because I normally got to watch a baby at the same time. So I got to be selective about what I'm watching on my own or what I'm watching with the baby because yeah. he'll, he'll watch it with me if it's bright and colorful. So I gotta I gotta pick it. But yeah, it's a it's a neat app. I like it. It's it's a lot more user friendly than I think Funimation was. Like I couldn't use Funimation on my TV because it just was not built in for that service right. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Verve is oh, handled a lot better. I I like Funimation shows. Their their app on a lot of the streaming boxes and stuff like that is just really not that great. Like navigating it is a pain in the butt. Sometimes it freezes. I I mean I've actually had it just freeze and go. I guess I'll just start over and load myself again. Um. So that's always a really tough one. Yeah. I I'm trying to think of my last uh thing i had before funimation but i don't think i had another one. i debated getting retro crush for a bit mm-hmm. but after looking through all of its catalog i just really couldn't um get behind it i didn't really know what i was into or not and you you've said before a lot of that era was garbage and so it, i just had to i don't know pass on it i may wait for a while before i get retro crush and maybe it'll merge into something else i hope that happens yeah, that would be super nice. We'll see how it goes. Um, so I feel like we've covered anime at this point. So what do we do? What are you playing otherwise? Like in terms of games, like I've, I've been playing games like uh, 
specifically the book club game that everyone is harassing me to finish. So I played seven hours of Fire Emblem Three Houses today. <laughs> it's possible you're going to finish the book club game before the end of the month. It's yes. possible. It's 40 hours. So if you just, if you, hour or two a day, you could do it, I believe. Yes. Actually, since you're doing um, Black Eagle route. Yeah. That's a shorter route already. So you can, you could probably get there a lot sooner. Um, yes. But for yes. me, I am playing Final Fantasy VII. I just oh, finished yeah. Disc 1, and now I'm taking a break from it. Um, I'm also playing Scarlet Nexus, but I'm also taking a break from that too because the anime aesthetic is too strong right now with all my games. And so I had started <laughs> jumping over to other games on my Switch so I could clear up space for Monster Hunter Stories 2 once I can... Uh, once I, I can download that and I got the space ready. Uh, I beat Stubbs the Zombie Rebel Without a Pulse. And that was quite a treat. I uh, I really enjoyed that. That was about four or five hours of just nonsense. I, I just, really? Yeah, oh, it was so funny. I, uh, I had it on easy mode because I, I wasn't looking for a challenge. I was just looking to just go through, do zombie shit and get out. And it it provided. It was really good. Yeah, that's a remaster of an older game, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I think it came out for the Xbox, I believe. Oh, wow. Talk about a throwback. Oh, yeah. And then I feel like I gypped myself on time for that one. I'm not quite ready to go back to Final Fantasy VII yet. Mm-hmm. So I started Resident Evil Revelations. And that one's not too shabby so far. It's like I've never played that. Like, is it is it good? It's been around for a long time. I've seen it go on sale for some low-ass prices. Yeah, it's not too bad. It's like a cleaned-up version of 5, I would say. Um, mm. I'm really enjoying it. The aesthetic's real clean on it. I like this whole submarine. Not submarine. It's like on a, you're on a rusted cruiser. Um, I, I'm really not. I'm just not invested in the story. Um, <laughs> I'm in Chapter 2, and they're, they're just saying shit that's going on. I'm like, I don't care. It's Resident Evil. I don't care shoot zombies um, just just kill the zombies but there is there's one thing i hate about the game and there's this uh this girl named uh jessica she's one of the main partners and she is appallingly shameless like you uh what is it i, I was in the middle of a, a firefight with these dogs and the dogs just kept charging at me and i, I my, my main guy chris had fell down and I was like, I need your help. She was like, me and my sweet ass are on the way. And I was like, wow. Well, uh, uh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't even want to play this. I, uh, it's a god. And it was incredible that, and not in a good way. But apart from that, it's still good. It plays really well for a DS port, too, that I was really impressed with. All right. Yeah. So I, I had to ask this question then. Uh, so the shameless nature of this character, like clearly is kind of like rubbed you a little bit, like in a hilariously wrong way. How did you feel about Jesse in Final Fantasy VII remake? Like she was remarkably more flirty than I recall. She, she was flirty, but she was vague. You never knew if she really meant it or not. Like she, she would just leave like winks on the wall or something, but <laughs> does she mean it? Does she want me? Does she, is she playing me? And you just never know. And, and what Wedge, I think, said later on, he was like, don't fall for it, dude. She does this to everybody. And I was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> it was so funny. But no, Je- Jesse wasn't, Jesse wasn't 
bad, I guess. She she never said anything like me and my sweet ass. And like that that's what really got me. And I was like, oh <laughs> Yeah, sometimes you just have those characters that are like, you know, a little too much for you. You go, ah, yeah. that's not for me. I, I didn't even I don't know if it was just supposed to be funny or what, but I was just grossed out and I was like, ah yeah. <laughs> no ma'am, no ham, no turkey. No ham, no turkey. No man. What? <laughs> So what about you? So three houses, Black Eagles are up. You're now in chapter seven? Yes. I I had to actively force myself to stop grinding. Because in the normal the normal mode, there's actually a battle that doesn't cost points when you go into battle. So you can fight the same fight over and over and over and level up. You don't have to grind at all, big fella. I'm aware of that now, but it's it's in my nature to grind. Like I played old school turn-based RPGs. There were times where you needed to take a like a three-hour break and level the fuck up, or you were gonna die. So, and that's the thing. This is a tactics game, even more so. You know, I, I played Final Fantasy Tactics, which is notoriously hard. So I was like, all right, gotta be grinding. Like this is a tactics game. It's Fire Emblem. It's Nintendo. Like, let's let's do this. And then I leveled up and I got a lot of upgrades and already got my characters into the intermediate classes, like in chapter four. And I, uh, I quickly started realizing that I was just kicking the shit out of everything. Anything story related or like required, I would just mow people down. There was, I, if they didn't basically get no damage, they would turn around and, you know, counterattack twice. They when they attach, they attack twice. Like I had just gone overboard with the the grinding, so I like I actually had to stop doing it. Yeah, um, I didn't grind at all. Like so, th- this was my first time playing it as well, and I, I didn't grind at all. I played the Blue Lions route, which is four chapters longer than the route you are most likely going to be mm-hmm. going down. Um, and it just I, I didn't grind at all. I mean, I did all the extra, I did all the battles for each month that you do. Mm-hmm. And that was it. I just managed my little team. And that was my splinter cell of assassins. And we just took care of business. And that was it. I just made sure everyone had to stay <laughs> around the same level as much as possible. Yeah. And I, I never really had problems. I I maybe had to restart a couple fights because of positioning issues where mm-hmm. I sent some people off where I shouldn't have. And I used all my divine pulses and I just couldn't save them. And so I had to restart the whole battle because of that. But for the most Were you part, playing on classic mode? Mm-hmm. I, I, I just, I forewent classic mode. I, I went casual um, for I my first normal classic. Yeah, I did. I did normal, a uh, casual cause I just, and I haven't, you know, what's funny. I could have gone classic mode cause I haven't lost anybody yet. And it doesn't look like I'm going to lose anybody because I, and it, I've only had to use divine pulse twice. And, uh, that was exactly what you said is positioning issues. I would, I would put them in a spot where three guys would come after this guy. Uh, and he clearly was not going to be able to stand up to three people hitting him with stuff. So yeah, I was like, Oh, that was dumb. And I, I literally went back like two steps and I was like, all right, never mind, Don't put him there. Um, and the game, the game is the game's really cool. It, it's Persona meets Fire Emblem, uh, they, but there's a lot of mechanics I don't see the benefit of. So it, it feels like there's a lot of extra in the game, and and maybe I mean a lot of like what's popular about Fire Emblem since Awakening is that kind of like almost visual novel kind of like relationship side stories, like anime esque kind of like stories going on off yeah. the battlefield. 
And uh, so, like, I never, uh, like, I used the advice box once. Like, I was like, nah. Like, I haven't used the advice box since, like, the initial quest to do it. Um, I failed I it most of the time. I I just didn't know the people. I skipped. Well, I say skipped. I did everything. I just skipped the dialogue. Mm-hmm. It was just now where I, I don't have the time to learn 80 different people that aren't real to me. <laughs> and so <laughs> I just I just skipped it. I, I didn't care enough about these people. I admit the there is a fa- fairly large cast. Uh, so every time I go back to explore the monastery uh, between like chapter battles, um, it takes me a good solid hour to just talk to everybody, do the little quests around the, the monastery and find the, the, the blue, the blue little dots, all the lost items. Um, like uh, that's where I'm actually taking the most time. The battles are just those are those are fine i finished they're those pretty fast time yeah they're they're not slow and there's a lot of people on the field i thought that it would uh go slow but no the game's pretty pretty well paced once you're once you're really well leveled and everyone's attacking you they die quickly yeah so i one thing I had petra kill everyone as a counterattack on one of the, the maps nice one thing i skipped was giving people items and apparently that's a big thing in, in recruiting and just kind of managing getting a bigger team but like i said i i just kept my class and i i recruited everyone that was neutral to the school so like mm-hmm. Catherine and uh, her archer girlfriend um cyril so th- those are the ones i really kept <laughs> i uh i like the storyline i'm on because they're not even trying to hide that they they hate the church i like, believe it like they're just outright talking about like yes a revolution is coming i will be responsible for the revolution like this that's not even a spoiler it's she literally says it in the normal dialogue by like chapter three yeah it's like clear that she thinks the church is is dumb and doesn't like what they do so there's gonna be a revolution and and i it's not even a a spoiler at this point like she just says it yeah and that kind of threw me off a little bit i was like oh Oh, oh, okay, cool. That's the thing we're doing. Is that, a, is but, that how we're going to handle this? <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. Like, there's a lot of douchebags in the group. Um, there's a lot of weird people in the group. Uh, apparently, like, one of the characters, one of my favorite characters, like, she's one of my strongest now, is uh, Bernadetta. And she's, like, the shut-in. And she's, like, scared of everything and mm-hmm. everyone. And it's really annoying. But I've, I've, I'm expecting them to explain it. And it's uh, apparently some of the guys have hinted that it's a little dark. And I'm like, all right, all right, cool, cool. I, I like like hearing, you know, because Fire Emblem has some some dark story elements to it here and there. So yeah. like I've played Awakening. I've played Awakening. And, and it, it, it didn't really shy away from, like, you know, killing people and things like that. So, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying the heck out of that. The only other game I have played is... Uh, limbo i for some reason one night this week was like uh, hey i got limbo on sale and i just started playing it. it seems pretty cool it's very atmospheric i you know i just played it for about an hour and i got decently far in it and we'll see what the rest of it holds but for now i've only got an hour into it so yeah yeah man that's a good point uh bringing up limbo and uh, i'm and i've been playing all these zombie games and i really should have been saving these ones up for october and yeah I I'm ashamed of myself. I normally look be. for good horror games for that time. And it, I haven't played that many good ones in a while. I played this, uh, I played this series of games called from Chilla art 
um, on Steam not too long ago that were good. But I, I feel like horror games are something we can really delve into once it's season. Wabbit season, if you would. Uh, time for the wabbit. You know what we should do? Have um, you... Oh, go ahead. I, no, go ahead. I, have, <laughs> I have nothing good to say. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, so it's, Chris, it's a Christmas. What the hell? It's, <laughs> it's Halloween time coming up soon. It's Spooktober. And uh, there's that game that everybody was like super into on Twitch. Uh, was it Peach Beach Splash from Sinran Kagura? Absolutely. Multiplayer. Like what we need is our friend group to have like a full on elite squad on Peach Beach Splash. That warms my heart. <laughs> that really but, warms uh, my heart. But what I'm really talking about is uh, Phasmophobia or something like that. Ah, I have heard of Phasmophobia. I think yeah. it's actually still in beta too, and it's still gotten so popular. Yeah, um, yeah. Like the idea, I guess, is like you're supposed to be a team of like paranormal researchers, and um, you actually get on voice chat with your friends, and and you all play this game. And I'm like, we have enough people interested that might be interested in this. We could do like a Halloween kind of thing. I feel yeah. feel like that might be fun. I like yeah. multiplayer shit. Since haunted houses are a little bit of a no-go right now, Phasmophobia yeah. is probably going to be the best thing you can get. Yeah, absolutely. I I haven't played a lot of good horror games myself. Um, Five Nights at Freddy's was spooky for about two to three hours for me. Um, the atmosphere played a lot into that. Um, and then, you know, once you get past, like, the jump scare element of it, then it's just figuring out the game. Um. I, uh, there's a game that a lot of people have said is scary, but I don't know enough about it, nor have I watched a lot of gameplay. Is it, it's a game called Outlast. Apparently, there's Outlast. multiple entries. Yeah. Outlast is good. Ah. The, yeah, so Outlast is good the first time. After mm -hmm. the first time, the shock value is really gone, but the shock mm -hmm. value is really what it counts on for it to be good. Um, Man, that'd be good. That's I, uh, I, I, I might need to pick that up. I have played Bendy and the Ink Machine, which was decently spooky i got i got pretty spooked on that one again it was atmosphere and kind of just them doing some clever stuff in the stages and i, I liked that um but it wasn't like super spooky it was just kind of creepy yeah um and then i like i i really haven't played a lot of horror games and i think about it i know that i i used to, to be play. real big into horror games when i had my xbox mm -hmm. um i just kept looking for the next big scare i like being scared I love it. There, nothing, nothing kicks quite like it, and it's just hard to find something that satisfies that thrill. You know what I want to play? I, I need to go back and play because I remember trying the beginning of this game, and a lot of people call it like one of the best, like scary FPSs. Is Fear? I have, like, have you have you I heard played, of that? Yeah, I've heard of it. I've played Fear Three, and it was good. It, it had some atmospheric moments that got pretty scary in that one, but. It just, it was way more FPS than anything else. Um, but I don't know anything about the first two. Yeah, I've heard it's kind of got kind of like spooky little girl ghost kind of thing going on, but it's still mm -hmm. an FPS. So, I don't know. Maybe I need to branch out and try some of that stuff this year instead of being lazy and not playing the other games I'm not playing. Instead of beating the book club. Look, hey, I, I'm I'm one trophy away from platinum. I mean, Sinrun Kagura, Peach Beach Splash. And you've you know, been I gotta... one trophy for two years. Hey, how dare you for drag me in front years. of everyone <laughs> and point that out? <laughs> you monster. 
So I feel like if, if anyone has any spooky game recommendations as of late or any any yes. kind, please drop them at our Twitter at S-E-N-K-O-U podcast. That's Sin Co Podcast. Yeah, I'd like, I'd like to hear some recommendations. Like we can get you to stream it or something, or maybe I'll stream it. Oh, I'm down for streaming scary games. Cause I, yeah. always act, I act big and bad. I'm a little bitch, though. I really am. Absolutely. Absolutely. Also a huge bitch yeah. um, when it comes to spooky stuff. My girlfriend oh. makes me watch uh, tons of like ghost story stuff. And I still get moments where I'm like, no, 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 no. It, like they do the interview with the people that are like in haunted houses. And they're like, yeah, I just thought it was some kind of figment in my imagination. I was like, no. That's a ghost. You knew it was a ghost. You should have moved the hell out before something bad happened. You should yeah. have moved out. Like every time, like she just laughs at me because I'll be watching a show. I'm like, nope, 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 nope. I just got to get out. Mm-mm. So paranormal activity is uh, one of my favorite guilty pleasures. Like every Halloween, I watch all six movies. It's just something I do. There are six? Mm, yes. One, two, three, the marked ones, five. Yes, I think there's six. I think I'm pretty sure there's six. And uh, I, I watch them every year. And I, I love them. Guilty pleasure. But I told my wife because she, she joined me for one of my marathons. I was like, if I ever found out you were haunted, I'm going to leave you. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't do that. I can't fight a ghost. I could fight a person, but I can't fight a ghost. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I I get in a lot of trouble because she'll uh, Melissa will ask me, um, "What would you do in that case? Like, what if what if we had a ghost? I'd be like, I'd be gone. She's like, you just leave me. And I'm like, yes, it's a ghost. I can't win. What do you What do you want me to do? <laughs> I can't fight. I, I am I am afraid of no ghost. Uh, I know who to call. Not me. <laughs> Not me, don't you? I'll block you. <laughs> All right, man. All right. I think we've uh, I think we've derailed quite a bit there. We uh, from fate fate stay night to uh, <laughs> to Ghostbusters. <laughs> Seriously, we we really have. So so, what was the plan? The plan. The plan for the podcast. Oh, for tonight. Yeah, absolutely. We oh. derailed like crazy. So yeah, well, we, shit. We were supposed to talk about backlogs and how we, uh, how we <laughs> view them and how we handle them, but uh, we we never seem to handle our schedule really well. We we really we need to get talking. better at this. Yeah, yeah. No. Well, I I think I'm hilarious, so that's all that matters. Mm. Um, how dare you hit me with that? <laughs> You're like, oh, it's good. There's one of us. Um, shit, man. Uh, <laughs> I didn't mean to make you laugh that hard. Jesus. That's all good. So um, I think we'll have to save our backlog for another conversation. We're coming up on our hour, hour mark. Yeah. So. A little light, a little light, uh, fun tangent down a rabbit hole road, whatever. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll wrap up with a couple uh recommendations off of my, my manga list. I read a lot more manga than I watch anime these days. So that is a, uh, a thing and i'm actually gonna bring this bad boy up because got some good shit going on oh always a classic um go check out uh tomo-chan is a girl it is a really short eight volume series that was originally on the internet um like on twitter or instagram i can't remember which one it is but uh it's it's basically about this guy who has this childhood friend 
and she's a girl, but she's very tomboyish. And so it literally starts with her confessing to him. And he's like, ha, no, we're best buds. And like, you know, puts his arm around her and like, you know, hits her and stuff like that. And because she like, apparently she grew up in a, a household that has a dojo. So she's learned martial arts and, and her dad is very macho. And so is the rest of the family. So, so she's kind of tomboyish and it's funny. Cause like it, it does expand on their relationship and, you know, he eventually starts to see her a different way, but it also tells backstory about how they met and like, and then there's side characters and it expands on their backstory and how they all interacted together. And it's really funny. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of like a four coma, but it's just more like short stories that are actually a big overarching story, but it's, it's eight volumes. I think it's only like, I want to say it's like a, maybe a hundred chapters and that's it, but it's, it's fun. It's funny. And it's really well drawn. It's, and it's kind of got a unique style to it that's not overly like anime. That's not bad. Yeah. Solid solid watch. Uh, so, solid watch. Solid read. Huge fan of that one. Um, what else do I have to recommend? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, well, while you're looking up that, I uh, so me and my wife frequent the local Barnes & Noble. And I always go to the manga section. I never buy. I always look. Mm-hmm. And... I always eye the Alita Battle Angel section because I love how I love just how it looks. They always have these beautiful red covers on them, and just mm-hmm. I love how it's drawn. I love that cyberpunk. Just every everything is amazing, and I, I think I'm kind of making it a long term goal for myself to get you these absolutely Alita Battle Angel Deluxe Edition red binds. It's pretty yeah. sad pretty yeah they're fucking killer man so i remember battle angel alita when it was being released by dark horse so because when i first started getting into manga there was very few series on the market and a lot of them were like either safe bets like safe like middle of the road like nothing too offensive extremely violent or porn um so dark horse comics used to release a good chunk of manga they released blade of the immortal mm-hmm. which was which was really really good if you haven't ever read that go read it Sa- wandering samurai story involving uh you know guy hunting down stuff uh to kind of you know re- repent to a certain degree and yeah uh, it's just one anime for it go watch it um but they also released battle angel alita and i remember discovering this series because a friend on the internet in an aol chat room uh that tells you how old it is it suggested the series to me and you actually used to have to like so this is when dark horse comics used to release manga in those like comic like you remember the thin you know thin american comic yeah. issues they used to release parts of a of like a chapter at a time in those thin thin comic styles so you could actually get manga in the style of american comics like those are actually a thing um, they're not anymore, mind you, but back then, like you would get an issue, you could get an issue of, oh my goddess, blade of the immortal, uh, battle angel Alita and uh, several others. Uh, and I remember the series being really, really good. And, uh, I recommend it, especially since they've released like the box sets and like the kind of reproduced like volumes. It's amazing. I started all my God. Nope. I started all my Buddha <laughs> and I stopped. I hated it. Oh, it, yeah. That's normally one that would be right up my alley before I went back to Kanan. And uh, I just, that, it was stupid. I, I can't get into those 
kind of anime or stories where hormonal powers are the center of the protagonist like it's it's almost too much like the so all my buddha was with this monk at a at a monastery his grandma's monastery where these other nuns i, th- I think they were nuns they were trying to be nuns and they, they just kept provoking him to save the day so he could get aroused and use his powers but it was just really gross and i didn't like that <laughs> i was like ah ew and there was another one that was like this where it was the pink march of the penguin emperor or penguin something penguin drum no it, it was a little more complicated than that but it was this guy who was just a degenerate in high school and this girl came and picked him up and she said i think we need you to pilot this mech and he was like oh, i got nothing else to do and so he gets in the mech and drives it but or tries to drive it but nothing will happen it won't move and she's like i don't understand what's going on and her boobs press against his back he gets roused and that's where the power comes from and i was like this is horrible i don't like this very uncomfortable and it just gets downhill for the rest of the episode as he discovers his power what the fuck is that like i doesn't really the title the title does not give way to something like this it is something about penguins i gotta find it but i was like (laughs) oh my god what what do these birds have to do with this but i i don't know i just can't mm, not yeah not, not my protagonist yeah so i uh i love all my goddess i think it's it's probably one of the better series and and i don't know if you know this but uh it was originally made by i'm gonna i was i'm literally trying to find his name at, the, at this very moment which i probably should just use the internet instead of this book that i'm trying to use um kosuke fujishima uh mm-hmm. He's uh he's the original like author and artist of Oh My Goddess, but he's also the character designer and art guy for the Tales of series. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Okay. Yeah. So so like uh, when you see something like this, with uh like I'm I'm showing him Tales of Zelia. That art on the front uh, of the box is the guy who did Oh My Goddess, and he's been doing the uh, Tales of series for quite a while as I recall. And I, like, I'm, it's one of the reasons I'm a huge fan of the tales of series is because his art is in his character designs are a part of it. Um, so you know what? Hey, go read on oh my goddess. One of the original, like uh magical girlfriend genre. Uh, one of the original harem series manga. I mean, he kind of has a main girl. That he's like clearly um, with, but other girls show up and are, part of the hijinks that ensue oh, i kind yeah. of feel that way about harem animes is like you know like like it's clear there's a, a like best girl that's gonna win in the end but if you throw a whole lot of girls in the mix then it's it's still a harem manga yeah you know definitely so one of the originals uh like uh solid solid read great art it's got some good culture in it that's for sure <laughs> i like that <laughs> i like that would you call miss kobayashi's dragon maid a harem anime Yes. Okay. Because uh, not because so I call it a harem anime because there is multiple girls involved in the hijinks, but there's no male protagonist to kind of like really hit that traditional uh, kind of setup. Mm-hmm. But every every dragon has their human, 
to a degree. And uh, I think that I think that's cool, but they all still center around the main girl Kobayashi, and all the girls kind of like get into hijinks together, and it's still fan servicey as hell. Um, good lord! But that's also the creator, man. Yeah, the cre- the creator the creator makes another series called Chichi Chichi, which uh, can't imagine what that's about. Uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's a thing. Don't let your parents see and read it. Ooh, yeah, don't let your parents see you reading it. What the hell were this set of words that just came yeah. out of my mouth? I, I oh think I God. knew what you meant. If not, I registered <laughs> something else. Dear Lord. So, what else did you have for your recommendations? I realized we went down. I think three different rabbit holes there. Yeah, yeah, that happens. I mean, I've recommended Oh My Goddess, uh, and then I recommended uh, what was the first one I said? <laughs> uh, good Lord, that doesn't matter. Um, I would recommend uh, reading. Uh, there's a manga out there called Ple- uh, not, blah, not that I'm reading the wrong thing. Older Night, Older Elite Night is cute only in front of me, which is honestly like a s- super fan servicey cute series about uh this guy who's a, who's a knight that works under his captain and she is like this badass knight and he he works under her as like ca- kind of her assistant and he cle- and she's older and he's younger and he clearly has a thing for her and so he teases her a lot and it's kind of funny but then it starts developing a plot a little later on you, you, you can see a, a trend in the way i read these things like it's kind of like very episodic and then it eventually develops a plot but it, it's got really good art it's got some minor nudity in it but it's a it's a cute series and then it develops a plot and it's it's still cute for the most part and uh and actually you know kind of develops the characters you learn more about them and it's it's fun it's a fun read i think it's only up to like chapters i think it's only up to like 40 something chapters so it's still early in the series but i like it a lot it's it's a personal favorite of mine hmm Okay, but yeah, that, that's pretty. That pretty much rec- uh, wraps it up. I'm not really going to hit an anime this time because I've talked about it several already in this episode that you know you can kind of, you know, cherry pick out um, to watch. Because yeah, I, I would recommend Martian Successor, Nadesco, Dirty Pair, Dirty Pair Flash. Um, good lord, yeah, there's so many. Oh, I got I got one more quiz for you before we go. Oh, what is the original Japanese opening of Dragon Ball Z? What's the name of the song? Fight the Dragon. No, that's that's the that's that's the American rock. version. The American version is Rock the Dragon. Rock the Dragon. Rock the Dragon. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Nope. I don't know the Japanese. Really? Yeah. It's a little shocking. I, I figured you'd actually I, know that one. No, I grew up on the American one on Toonomini. I didn't. Uh, I didn't. Like you never, you never that. went out and tried to find more uh, more about it. No. I mean, once you get so accustomed to Sean Schimmel as Goku you you don't really want to hear anything else it's you never you never heard the song uh head chala from uh like playing the video games or anything like that i think i have but like i definitely would prefer rock the dragon look i'm with you on that one this, that's this a, is a rare occurrence it's a guitar intro like <laughs> yeah it's, it shit went hard i think i heard yeah. it on, on a budokai or something and uh it was cool, but yeah, Rock the Dragon is where it's at. Uh, Hedgehog is very like very like you know kind of. It's not very rocking. <laughs> it's not no. a very rocking opening. It's it's pretty traditional Japanese opening song from that era. Um, 
and they say that that phrase a lot in the uh, the opening. But Rock the Dragon is where it's at. Even I can agree with that one. That is a that is a solid banger. I only watched Dragon Ball subbed when Super was coming out because I just couldn't wait for mm-hmm. the next episode to come out in the dub on some fan site. And I was like, I've got to find out what happens next. And so I I I just watched it. It was great. It, it was even amazing in Japanese. It was so good. Well, then it. we have that to look forward to when we talk about my backlog tomorrow or whatever day we record. I don't even know what the day is anymore. Um, next time we record, I will be covering my backlog, which includes nine whole seasons of Dragon Ball Z that I've never watched. Nine whole seasons. And yeah. then one season of Super, one season of GT, four seasons of Dragon Ball. And then there's also the movies. Nah, you, you don't really need to see the movies. Uh, oh, really? Except the super movies. I would recommend the super movies. So and, you didn't enjoy any of the movies that came out for Dragon oh, Ball Z? No, they're enjoyable. They're, yeah, but I mean, I wouldn't, they're not canon or anything. Oh, hang on. Well, so, no, they're not canon, but except for Broly. Um, actually, 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 guys. Actually, guys. <laughs> <laughs> what, what I really care about this no, we can. God, I can make a whole episode of Dragon Ball. God, it's so good. No kidding, absolutely. Um, but yeah, we can cover this on your on the backlog and talk about Dragon Ball. All right, all right, man. You got any closing questions, comments, concerns before we head out? I tuck you in the bed, put on your little jammy footies and your underoos. No. Oh no, well. no. That's that's a horrible image. It. <laughs> I, it, that all depends on your underwears. <laughs> that is terrifying. Okay. Oh my okay. Gosh. All right. Well, guys, this has been another Senpai Kohai joint. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, make sure you leave us any feedback you want to leave us on our Twitter, like I said earlier, sincopodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also, oh, <laughs> sincopodcast, that's a Twitter. Um, you can also email us at podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on our usual streaming sites and also YouTube. We also have these up on YouTube as well. All right. Well, thank you for your time, Stephen. I will see you again next week. Later, guys. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye.